Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amen is supreme, the all-powerful, one and only true Lord. And Amen, we trust, as the Republican mentalists, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual new women Conrad, and this is Mental Act Radio. And tonight, we're going to be discussing why our bodies were designed as moving vehicles. Give me one second. Mic set up. Can everybody hear me? All right. Can everybody hear me? Make sure I'm coming in clear. Why our bodies were designed as motion vehicles, moving vehicles, I should say. Simply because we're moving towards some place. I told you we are all born moving towards some place. And our bodies resemble that of moving vehicles for a reason. Okay? Our bodies are that for a reason. Like I said, because we're supposed to be in motion to something. We have legs to walk. Right? We have hands to really guide us in our walking. Our bodies the setup of our bodies resembles, you know, um, you know, the parts and the organs and stuff, all are used for facilitation of movement. You have your ventricles and your arteries and all this stuff. You need blood to flow through there and, you know, things like that. It all denotes the motion, the flow of motion. When you stop moving, the day you stop moving is the day these things stop moving. The blood stops moving, the arteries stop. Everything stops, everything shuts down, right? The ability you once had to walk around and do what you did, right? The, the ability that you had, the flexibility, mobility, and things like that, it shut down. And then you die. Everything starts to freeze up. Same way with the car, you know, when the engine freezes up, when it doesn't have the proper... Um, fluids moving through it, the engine, things like that. Because you got to ask yourself, you say, how the body is so mechanical, if an artery or liver or something, anything is ruptured, or, you know, main artery is hit and the blood is just all out and they can't, and it can't be repaired, then you're going to die. You'll bleed out. It's so many different ways. <laughs> it's so many different ways for this vehicle that you call the body to break down. So many different ways, right? But the main thing it always leads back to is when the flow of motion is stopped, okay? When the flow of motion is stopped, then that starts the slowdown or the stopping of your life because life is about motion. Again, we're heading towards something. We are heading towards something, right? And we are heading towards for those who are in alignment, we're heading in a straight line toward the fourth dimension. And we need all of our physical, mental, and solar faculties to accomplish this for motion. Because your mind, your body, and soul were projected for movement, for motion. It wasn't projected to stand still. It wasn't projected to uh, do nothing. Right. Now, you got people were born without limbs, right? You got people born without legs, things like that. So are these people still moving? Yeah, they are still moving, even without the limbs, 
they're still in motion. Because there's a funny thing about that is I've seen people, and it, it still blows my mind, you see people out here, they don't have no bottoms. You ever see these people who cut off at the at the torso? They cut off. They not even. They don't even have no like. Like they have no, like no butts, no front part. All that's gone. People born like that with no bottom part. They just got a top part, and all they got to rely on is their hands. Yet these people are still living. These people are still living, moving about, and whatnot. And you think to yourself, well, damn. You see. What was the most important part in that person's life? The heart pumping, blood, and the arteries, the motion just for that top part. That motion going on within the top part was all that mattered. Nothing else really mattered. Okay? Nothing else really mattered. You see? So think about that. Because nothing else really mattered, and that person did not need any uh, bottom, right? Right. They didn't need a bottom to move around and run around and do the things they did. Yet they still moving. Like some of these people will move, walk on their hands, right? Doesn't stop motion. So your hands become like your feet when you you no longer have use of your feet. You're going to continue to move. You see, you're going to continue to move. So. That tells you that because you're going to continue to move, because you're going to continue to uh, uh, head towards something in life, things you need in life, your body is really a vehicle that moves through this life, a moving, a physical vehicle, right, on its way to destinations, on its way to destinations, some lesser destinations, some greater destination, but you're on your way to a destination. I told you the people in the three-dimensional world, they will constantly come back and forth, back and forth to the third-dimensional realm, and they will switch out vehicles, meaning bodies. They will switch out vehicles and take on that movement again, take on that motion again, because that's what they do. We have become advanced vehicles. We have become advanced vehicles because now our motion is no longer going to loop into the rotation of a third dimensional realm. It will extend outward into the fourth dimension. And vehicles such as this, because truth be told, our vessel, our vehicle, I'm talking about bronze people, our vessels and vehicles were uh, designed really fourth dimensional entry our bodies were designed to enter the fourth dimension those who are of Amun, those who are of the Amun race unlike all the other vehicles out here like the human vehicles right that are just going to move in the same rotation to the third dimension that's going to die and come back die and come back as spirits and these spirits are going to get into a new vehicle a new body and go back in that circle again no we have the physical makeup to ascend, to drive our vehicle into the fourth dimension where it belongs. That's why we were given this carbon coating. This is why we were given this hair that's really a form of steel wool because we are designed 
to move into that fourth dimension, our genetic material, the bronze, copper, carbon coating in the skin and our hair and our everything is designed for the fourth dimension, designed for motion toward the fourth dimension. You see, our, that's why I said this before, our vehicles are foreign to the human vehicle in the human body. So when the humans say that they don't recognize us or what us, excuse me, in alignment or, you know, next to them, that makes all the sense in the world because, like I said, our space, our destination is supposed to be the fourth dimension, not the third where they are stuck at. You see, you have to know as a real vehicle, right, you have to know as a true living vehicle what destination you're heading to. Right. Just like a car, truck, the driver, which is you, the driver has to know where you are going, where you are taking the vehicle, meaning the body. Where are you taking it? Are you taking it in the right direction, taking it in the wrong direction? So many people take their vehicles and their bodies, their physical frame, into the wrong direction. Right? But then if they end up in the wrong direction in all actuality, they've ended up in the right direction. They just don't like that direction in which they ended up, even if it's the wrong one. Because people pick the wrong ones all the time. And certain people are meant to suffer. Those vehicles are meant to sit in those dimensions, those lower dimensions. They have to be parked in those lower dimensions. They have to be parked in those lower dimensions as a form of discipline, and it has to be parked in those lower dimensions as a form of punishment. When I say parked in those lower dimensions, I mean parked in those spaces and places where the degenerate people are, where your vehicle will be merged in with lesser and lower vehicles, aligned with lesser and lower vehicles. Like I said, you got a Mercedes-Benz, or let me just say you got a brand-new Cadillac, right, or think of the most flyest car you can think of, you won't, You don't want to park it next to a Volkswagen Jetta. You don't want to park it next to a, a Dodge 1972, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, Lance or whatever the hell in cars, or old cars. Think of old cars. You don't want to park your new car next to old ones. You would, mind, you would like your car, your new car, to be next to new cars like you. Now, you got some new cars that like being next to old cars because the old cars make new cars shine better. But in all actuality, the new car, that new vessel, that extends that special vessel, the vehicle, is appreciating in value when it sits up next to older cars, right? Because then that means you probably in a neighborhood where people can't afford those kind of vehicles. See, vehicles and people are, in a sense, excuse me, vehicles and people, in a sense, are synonymous, right? Same way you don't want anybody living in your neighborhood. You don't, you know, cars, you know, you don't tend to want them to bring their crappy cars, and if you live in a well-to-do, upscale neighborhood, you want to see nice cars, nice everything, even nice people around you, right? This is what you want to see. So what has to happen in order for that to happen? What has to happen is 
that's you as a moving vehicle, as a moving vessel, you have to surround yourself moving vessels or moving in the same direction as you. You see, because that, what does that do? When you see yourself as a moving vessel, it makes you do the things to service your vehicle, take care of your vehicle, make sure it has enough water, make sure it has enough food, make sure it has enough of everything, right, to keep your vessel moving. You see, because people will sit up here and put all the wrong things inside their vessel, inside their vehicle, and then when the vehicle breaks down, when the vehicle breaks down, they're shocked. If you put battery acid where gas is supposed to be, if you put, um, let me see, if you put um, water where oil is supposed to be, what's going to happen? Your car will break down. You should see your, your body the same way. You have to put the right things in it for it to move because the key to everything in life is motion. The key to everything in life is motion. You have to start moving. You cannot sit still. One of the greatest things we look for as parents is the day when our children start to walk. When our children start to walk, we look at that as the greatest day in our life. When they start to walk, when they start to, you know, talk as well, but really walk. Because walking is a sign of independence. It is a sign of motion, greater motion. Because that's a sign that your seed lives on and your seed moves on when they're able to start walking. Because you know there'll come a time when they're able to walk on their own and they won't need you anymore. You see? But your bloodline continues in them. You follow? We are vehicles and move in motion to upper dimensions. And I said this over time, I said our vehicles will improve over time. Our vehicles will extend over time toward that motion. They will improve and extend over time by way of that motion because we have to be in a higher place. We have to be in an extended and higher place. All right? So keep that in mind. Right? Keep that in mind as we are in a constant and continuous motion because our vehicle is called to move in a certain direction. And who calls us there? either our higher self or our lower self, the driver. Our mind is the driver, right? Our mind is the driver to the vehicle, meaning our body. Our soul is the gas, the fuel to the vehicle. Again, I'm going to say it again. Our mind is the driver. Our soul is the gas. Our body is the car. Simple as that. So, you, as the driver, can always get out of your vehicle and go into another vehicle, sometimes telepathically, sometimes in a mortal state, meaning death, right, doing mortality. You can leave your vessel or your vehicle and get out and go into another vehicle, right, switch bodies, change bodies, Enter other bodies, right? 
when you have sex with another being, right? You are entering their body, and thus a piece of your soul is entering their body, right? Your fuel is entering into another vehicle um, vessel, into another vessel, another vehicle, your fuel, right? And what happens when that fuel enters into another vehicle, right? If it is strong fuel, it seeds another vehicle. It starts to grow another vehicle. You create, you two project, I should say, another vehicle from the two vehicles that come together. Now, that's something that the cars can't do. That's something they can't do. They cannot make. That's why I said we are an extended vehicle. We are the most extended vehicle. And I'm talking about us as the almond race. You humans are limited vehicles. We are the most extended vehicles. Why? Because we have at our disposal, what we'll find out very soon, higher capabilities that will make us greater vehicles, greater vessels in the future world to come. Psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, levitation, all these things. A strong, densified form of a vehicle. Because the vehicles will be made durable, much more durable than we can ever imagine over time. Our vehicles, our vessels will be made much durable over time. Because time dictates that in evolution, our vehicles, our bodies become stronger, become harder, become denser in order to condense and break down solar projection that enters into extended. This is where the vessel takes in. This is where the vessel comes in. This is the exhaust that it lets out. What is the exhaust? What is the exhaust that the vehicle lets out? Oxygen. It lets out oxygen, carbon monoxide. You let these gases out. Same way a vehicle lets out gas. Whether you're passing gas, whether you're burping. All that is is fuel gas, you know, emissions coming from your vehicle. And like I said, your vehicle is supposed to be in movement towards something else always. And that something else is the higher or the extended vessel, you see. Same way a car company has late models, like a car company will continuously put out newer models, will they not? A car company will continue for the manufacturer. The manufacturer will continue to put out new vehicles, right? Well, that's the same way it is when you're having children. You are putting out newer vehicles. You are putting out newer vessels, newer vehicles, right? That's what takes place. You're moving toward placing out or putting out new vehicles, new vessels for future motion. That's what you're here for. You're here to produce newer vehicles and next vehicles for future life. Vehicles that are going to be stronger, faster, right? 
much stronger and much faster than these current vessels or vehicles we got. Much stronger and much faster. And in alignment to where this vehicle must go. Like I said, your human vessels and human vehicles, they move in circles to nowhere. Some of you run your vehicles because think about this. Who who came up with the idea of running? Why do we run? Why don't we just walk? You see, who came up with the idea of accelerating speed? Who came up with that idea that thought to run? We could have just walked. Our legs accommodate us walking, but over time, you know, if you depend on how fast you run, it don't accommodate running, but you can run. Why did you choose to run? Why did you run? Why didn't you just walk? Answer, because all vehicles eventually run. They run as fast as they can. Right? They rev up the engine and run as fast as they can. Right? They run up the vehicle. They run the vehicle and run as fast as they can because the power that goes through them demands that they do. See, a lot of you, based on where you are in alignment with, who you are in alignment with, right, will make you run faster or will make you run slower. You will either run faster or you will run slower, depending on who you are in alignment with, what your genetic material is. The goal is always to run faster, have a vehicle or a vessel or a body that gives you the power to run faster, right? Sometimes when a man, I liken this unto, you know, when a man and woman lay together and the man plants the seed inside of the woman, he could either be planting a turbo engine inside of the woman, meaning that they're going to produce faster children, or it can be planting a junk engine inside of them, which means they're going to produce lemons, garbage, right? You see, that's why women tend to like fast cars, fast, sleek cars. Fast, sleek cars denotes what they call muscle cars or power cars, right? And it all puts you in alignment to men or mates who you get with who are strong, who are fast, who are well-driven, um, right, intelligent, highly intelligent, because aligning yourself with that means you've just aligned your genetic, your bloodline with that stronger, faster, intelligent vessel. You've aligned your bloodline with that. That's the same mindset you women have when you want to get into a nice new car, sleek, good-looking car, like you want a sleek, good-looking, strong, smart man, right? You don't want to beat down, beat up old, broken-down clunker. But then you got certain people who like hoopties. You got certain people that like hoopties. You see? You got certain women that like hoopties. They like those sentimental cars. They don't want nothing to move too fast. They don't want nothing to move too, you know, that's too strong. It's too, you know, they don't want that. They like to drive at a certain speed, a certain level, meaning their vehicle, their physical body requires that they move at a certain speed. So they choose a man, same way they choose a car that moves at a certain speed. 
right? Some women can take the high octane men because they realize those high octane men <coughs> with those high octane vehicles, meaning mentally, physically, soulfully, those vehicles are going to accelerate their lives into something greater, a greater pace. That man will take their take the pace of their life up in a higher state. Or, like I said, they will take the less in the lower car and the car will break down on them. The car won't be dependable, right? Car can't pay bills. Car can't earn money. Can't do nothing with the car. You can barely get to point A, point B. Did y'all see where I'm going with this? When I'm talking about vehicles, vehicles and people, the analogy, you see, is excellent. The analogy is perfect. So we have to think in those terminologies. We have to think in those terms. We have to see people that way. Who is the dependable, strong, fast, powerful car or vehicle or vessel that we can get into and align ourselves with versus those that are the slow clunkers and that's not dependable, that's not reliable, will break down. This is the same way people are judged in life. This is the same way people are judged in life. It's like vehicles. Let me take a call. Six seven eight on the air. Six seven eight. So I apologize. I must have hit the button by mistake. Please forgive me. Okay. So this is how we must see ourselves. Like I said, if you see a vehicle that is sleek, that is what you call a smart car, has all the technologies and things like that, all the uh, things that's needed, you know, all the, how do you say, the, the, um, the incidentals and whatnot, the thing that makes it stand out from other cars, that's the car you want to drive. That's the vehicle that you want to drive, you see. Same way as the man you pick in your life or the woman you pick in your life, you know. You pick the strongest car, like, again, with men. Men will tend to pick the fast cars, too. They'll tend to pick the fast cars in alignment the same way with women, women who tend to be fast. But fast cars can get you in accidents. It's like fast women. Their vehicles and their bikes can get them at themselves in accidents, laying with the wrong people, straying with the wrong people, getting in accidents with the wrong people, and they could kill you. Right? Nobody... Now, very few people want a strong, dependable car. Very few people want that, meaning a strong, dependable vessel or vehicle within a partner. You should choose your partner. I'm the same. I choose my partner, my partner, whoever, partners, women I like, or just like the cars I like, strong, sturdy, classy. Those are the type of women I like. Strong, sturdy, classy. Right? And that denotes, you know, when I look at them, like, I'm going to give you an example of this. I never liked Mercedes. I never liked all those foreign cars like everybody else likes. I've liked the classy 
vehicles, Cadillacs and Lincolns. I always liked those. I mean, at one point I liked Audi, but like I said, those fast little sporty cars and whatnot that everybody drives, it's just like the same type of female all men go after. They go after it because it looks good to everybody. You don't want the vehicle that looks good to everybody. Everybody wants that everybody's attracted to. You see, when I say everybody, you want the type of vehicle that the intelligent people are attracted to. You see, dumb people, just as like just like so-called smart people, are attracted to Mercedes, BMWs, and all this other stuff. But only a few people are going to be attracted to the classy, intelligent people. To me, they're going to be attracted to the Cadillacs, the Lincolns, because they have a style all their own. Like you could look, like notice, you could notice, you could look at a certain person and tell they drive that kind of car. Like I've been told, yeah, I could see you driving a nice Cadillac or a nice Lincoln. Nobody ever said they see me in a BMW or Mercedes. So when they see me, you see me, I always, like I said, go in alignment with women I like, strong, sturdy, and classy, okay? which equals intelligent. You know, and that's a very hard. Thing. That's why I said a lot of people don't drive Cadillacs and Lincolns. A lot of people don't drive that. Not because they're not attractive cars. They're very attractive cars, but but because Mercedes and all those are hyped up, people don't look at the real beautiful cars, the real classic cars, the real strong, dependable cars. Same way goes with women. Same thing goes with women. You see. Just giving that as an analogy. You know, not to objectify women or men or anybody, but I'm just giving you a case case in point scenario. Your car can tell a lot. The car, type of car you drive tells a lot about how you think and how you take care of yourself. The type of car, just by the type of car you drive, you see. Because if somebody tell you you can have any car you want, you have any, as much money you have any car you want, the type of car you choose will tell a lot about how you take care of yourself, the type of man or woman you like. That'll tell a lot how you take care of your vehicle. Because vehicles, like I said, vessels, things that objects that move all carry the same connection. Objects that move all carry the same connection. Your body is no different. Your vessel, your vehicle is no different. Right. So, so when you are moving to a higher space, to an extended space, when you are being guided toward that, you're being guided mentally to a better version of yourself, a better vehicle of yourself. Your mind and your soul are constantly looking to get within, get into a better vehicle. When I say your mind and soul are constantly looking to get inside of a better vehicle, I mean that going forward, you're looking to get into a better body or better version of yourself. That's why you tend to work out. That's why you tend to eat right, because you're trying to move toward a better version of yourself. You're trying by jogging and running. You're really trying to run toward a better version of yourself. That's why these humans run. They're trying to run from death. And they're trying to run toward life, toward better versions of themselves. That's why they want to stay in shape, get lean, which is nothing wrong with that. But they want to run toward a better version of themselves. 
Certain people don't care about better versions of themselves. Certain people will eat themselves, devil let themselves go, and they will let their vehicles sit on the side of the road. They'll become couch potatoes. They'll sit around just eat and eat and eat, and they don't care about their vehicle no more. They let their bodies become clunkers, like them old cars in the back that nobody drive no more. That's what they allow their bodies to their vessels to become. When your body was meant to be in motion for the greatest you, toward an extended you, that's just how you're supposed to be. That's how you're supposed to be. Because if you're not that way, then what point does your life have? Life is all about motion. And you were given a vehicle to move forward in that motion. You have to recognize as a man and as a woman what a strong vehicle is, what a classic, timeless vehicle is. And I say that when it comes to a partner. When you can recognize in a man's strength, wisdom, right, beauty, intelligence, all of these things. And you can recognize this in a man. I'm talking about not just regular, you know, he look good. He looks, I'm talking about classic beauty, meaning handsome, strong men. And like I said, the strength don't have to just be so much physical. It could be mental and dedication, right, and dedication and focus and dependability. Inside that makes a good vehicle. The very things you look for in a partner, you look for in a vehicle. Is the, the is the vehicle reliable? Is it dependable? Will it get me to where I got to go? Right? Well, I have problems with the vehicle. Ain't that what you ask for in a partner? Ain't that what you want to, ain't that the deal breaker when it comes to a partner that you're going to get with? That's enough. That's the deal breaker if the vehicles don't live up to your expectations and you don't want that car. You don't want the car that don't live up to your expectations. You expect the car to be reliable, dependable, right? Get you from get you from more than just point A to point B. Get you all the way from A to Z and back and forward. You want that, right? That is supposed to represent you and what you want in life from people. And I told you, all vehicles align themselves with each other. You see, you're always going to look for the same things in a person who is supposed to be in motion versus a person who's not. You're always going to look for that. And I noticed the funny thing is, I noticed a lot of these people that drive a lot of these foreign cars, they tend to, a lot of people tend to be in crappy relationships, a lot of these people. Because I know one thing I know about a lot of these foreign cars, they're really not all that dependable. They're not. They break down. You got to go and import the parts. It's like too much you got to do for these foreign cars. The parts are expensive, right? And, you know, you spend a lot of money on it. I mean, think about that in terms of a partner you with, right? Because, or how you take care of your body. Let's say your body breaks down. You become sick. You become ill. All the money you got to pay out to a doctor slash mechanic to fix your body, to put your body back in alignment. That's a lot of money you got to pay out, right? 
because you didn't have or you didn't carry yourself like the sleek vehicle that you were supposed to carry yourself. You ate the wrong things. You didn't exercise. You didn't do what you needed to do to take care of yourself. Same thing with your partner that you get with. If you see that he just grossly overweight, you see, he don't have, he don't care about what he eat. He don't care about what he drink. He don't care about what he smoke. If he smoke, he don't care about nothing. Just like I said, he don't care about what goes into his mind, who he associates with. That's what you call a lemon. You know that's going to break down over time. That person is going to break down. Yes, so many women, they don't look at their partners like how they would look at a car to get them around it. You see, because those people who end up disappointing you, had you looked at them in the terms of a car as in terms of a vehicle, you'd be like, nah, I ain't messing with that. I ain't choosing that. They're not reliable. They're not dependable. They're not strong like I need them to be. You see, all cars, I'm going to say this, a lot of cars are made inferior. You got cars that are brand new cars, 2000, 2020, 2021, they already messed up. They got flaws in them. They already being recalled. You see, they already being recalled. So even sometimes the newer vehicles are messed up. Even the newer vehicles are messed up. That is the analogy of life in the vehicle you choose because always the pretty flashy car is not the car. It's not always the car. The pretty flashy car is not always the reliable, dependable, classic car. Classically beautiful. You see? Because like I said, to be a connoisseur of cars is almost the same thing as a man being a connoisseur of women. He likes classic beauty, right? classic intelligence, classic persona and personality, you know, all wrapped into the one. That is the signature of a car, beautiful car, beautiful woman, handsome man. That is the signature. Attributes that they have more than just, oh, they look nice and shiny and pretty when they get all dressed up and they got their head done and whatnot. That don't mean nothing. Under that hood can be an inferior motor, an inferior engine, right? It's just the makeup one is messed up. The makeup is messed up. And really, there's not much you can do about it if you so choose that car. Same way, you can't really do nothing about it if you're born with a crippling ailment, a crippling disease, and your vehicle can't move around like it's supposed to. Ain't much you can do about it. All you can do is make out with it the best you can because these, this was the car that was handed to you. This was the body of the vehicle or the vessel that was handed to you. Same thing. But if you have a choice, if you have a real choice of driving that classic vehicle, that dependable, strong, reliable, advanced vehicle, then you drive that vehicle. You drive the best vehicle you can drive. You see, I had to describe myself as a vehicle right now. The cars I said was like Cadillacs, Lincolns, and Rolls Royce. That would be my physical body type as far as driving cars. Now, I know some people say I'm a Mercedes, I'm a BMW, I'm an Audi. 
You see, I'm an Acura. I'm an infinity. Right? Think about that. All these cars have attributes because you can look at a certain person. You can be like, oh, I can see you driving that. I can see you driving this. It goes along with their personality, their persona. You see, I took it as a compliment when somebody said, yeah, I can see you driving a, a Cadillac or a Lincoln. Or the car I got now, which is a Chrysler 300. Right? Classy looking car. So I took it as a compliment when somebody told me that, you know, I took it as me, you know, seeing me as a classy person, you know, who likes classy things, classy music, classy cars, classy women, right? Women that you and cars that you would be proud to have and display in the world, be aligned with them, be associated with them. That's what I'm talking about. And again, I don't mean to objectify people. I'm just giving you an example of what I'm talking about. Because when you have the prop, just like when you have the proper vehicle, when you have the proper person in your life, a real person in your life, you can go anywhere with that person. You ever notice that, like, when you drive a when you drive a real nice car, a real stylish, nice car, you can go into any neighborhood, you go in a white neighborhood, any neighborhood, and people want to see you in that car, and they're like, oh, all right, that person doing something with themselves. Versus you driving a goddamn hoopty over there and you hanging around and driving around that area, they're going to think you out here to rob somebody. That's the same way when you say, when you say about somebody, man, I, I can't take you nowhere. You got those women just like those men. You can't take them anywhere. You don't want them around your family. You don't want to take them nowhere around, you know, to someplace decent and nice. And you don't want to take them out. Man, I can't take these niggas nowhere. The same thing. You see? The same thing. So, so think about that. You know, you know, that's real. Think about that in your life. You know, that's very real. Think of your life in terms of vehicles. Why do you think so many people associate themselves with the vehicles they drive? Why do so many people associate themselves? They especially so-called black people, they got they got to drive a certain kind of car because if it's just about getting from point A to point B and you really don't care, what what do you care? You gonna get in the you gonna get in the car, you gonna get out the car, but you are concerned with how people see you and what kind of car you're driving. You see, you, know, you are concerned with that. So keep that in mind. You are concerned with that for a reason because the type of car you drive speaks to who you are, your personality, your persona. It speaks to who you are, you see, in some way, shape, or form because you yourself picked that car out because you liked something about that car. You like something about it now. Somebody just gave it to you and you're just trying to get from point A to point B. That's different. But if you had your choice and you had the money to buy whatever car you wanted, That'll tell your true personality, the type of car you buy. That'll tell your true personality. Like I said, all, all day, I'm a Cadillac man all day, Chrysler 300 man. I'm a Lincoln man all day. I like those vehicles, American-made vehicles. And I like the classiness and I like the dependability and I like the fact that they're easy to fix and maintain without costing your arm and leg. You see? Again, that could be said about the person you with. 
Because a man can have a woman who just in his pockets all the time, forcing the money all the time. That's a vehicle that needs too much maintenance. Right? That is a vehicle that needs too much maintenance. That is a vehicle that you don't want over time. It's pretty, look good, you like driving the vehicle, but that's a vehicle like a headache that you don't want over time. You see, but that vehicle will always have to be maintained on, on a, you know, too much. I'm saying it's nothing, you have to maintain your vehicle. I'm not saying nothing wrong with that. But when you got to constantly, 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 every five minutes go in your pocket to fix your vehicle, it's a problem with that. That's the same way you should look at when you have to constantly go inside, go and fix things in your body and whatnot. And it goes to the part where you got to fix things more than maintain them. There's a difference between fixing something and maintaining something. See, you don't mind maintaining something. You got to have a problem with fixing something because that requires major work. And that's expensive work. Right back.
Because your vehicle, those of you who are alarming, was meant to drive you into the fourth dimension, you would only be fueled up on some high-octane fuel, whereas other vessels, other vehicles, other people, would it's enough to fuel up on low-octane, low-level gas. You, you follow what I'm saying? In other words, you need high-octane fuel to power you forward, to make your life worth getting out of, out of bed in the morning, to make your life mean something. You need that high-octane fuel, like high-octane gas, to make you go through life and get through life and, you know, see a bigger picture, make you, you know, inspire you to move about. You know, you know, like how certain vehicles need uh, uh, high octane gas and whatnot to move high, a certain type of oil to move through it and all that. It needs that to go forward. And you got other vehicles that don't need that. Other vehicles need low grade gasoline, low grade oil. They can move off of that just fine. What is that the analogy to? That's the analogy to mental act. You see, you try to put high-octane fuel and high-grade fuel into a low-grade vehicle, then it's not going to do anything. It's not going to perform, you see, because that's too much past its, um, how you say, it'll, it'll end up ruining the engine. When you try to put too much high-grade fuel or certain things, because that high-grade fuel, like good, good example, diesel fuel. Diesel fuel is used for trucks. And certain grades of fuel that only certain cars can move on. Like I said, if you're a high-grade vehicle, then you need certain fuel to move on to get you to where you got to go. That high-grade fuel that our people have, because we're not like the rest of the black cars out here, the rest of the black vehicles out here, we are brighter vehicles. So we need higher-octane gasoline, higher-octane gas, higher-octane fuel to move us to where we got to go. That's mental act. You need higher concepts, higher precepts. You need higher descriptions, higher direction so that you are able to get out of the bed and move about in the morning and move about in life and not feel as though you're drained mentally. You're drained physically. You see, drained soulfully. You need higher octane fuel to guide you forward, to move you forward. You need that even in your relationships. You need challenging conversation in which you're going to learn from. You're going to get some. You need interesting conversation. You don't need to have no conversation with somebody where it feel like, damn, paint is drying and whatnot. You're talking to them. You've got to be figuring out things to say where the conversation just flows because that represents the high energy or fuel that you have that you haven't injected into your life to make you move to the next level, you see. Like I said, certain their vehicles, certain vehicles are more high grade than others. Certain vehicles are more high grade than others, right? Like I said, certain lower, lesser vehicles will take lesser grade gasoline. Meaning, like when I talk about the vehicle of lower grade people, humans, they're just listening to any kind of stupid conversation. They'll lay with anybody. They'll mix their seed with anybody. Those are your low grade vehicles and vessels. You see, the higher-grade vehicles and vessels are only going to mix with the greater vehicles. They're going to need the greater exhaust and, you know, greater fuel to compel them forward, to propel them forward. 
That's why you all came here to Mentelec, because as vehicles in the world who are moving, who are moving toward a place, not just moving in circles, knowing that you're supposed to be moving toward a place, your vehicle, your vessel is supposed to be moving toward a place in your mind. It's supposed to be driving that vehicle someplace because you all came here, transmission. And what is the transmission? Mental, like it deals with the extension of the mind, and that is what you came here for because your mind was extended to come look for this. Whereas many vehicles and vessels, they don't have that guide, that, how do you say that guide, that um, GPS system, right, where they got to find, they're looking for a direction. They don't have that. You see, they don't have that. You have that. Most cars are just point A to point B cars that drive in circles, keep driving in circles. That's just how people are in life. Then then when you have your luxury, your sleek cars, your dependable high-grade cars, they drive in a linear direction because they're only going to get better and better and better. They're only going to produce better models. That company is only going to produce better models. So that when I say when you match up with a man and a woman match up, you're supposed to be like that company that company, like that car company that's going to produce greater vehicles. That's what you're supposed to be like. You're supposed to be like that car manufacturer. You be in two vehicles to produce greater vehicles, meaning your children, greater vessels. And this is the vessels. These are the future vessels that you, meaning your mind and soul, will reenter. This is why you want to produce greater vessels. This is why you don't want to downgrade yourself as a vehicle in motion because you have to always know that you are in motion to some place you have a destination thus you have a destiny in life you have a destination thus you have a destiny in life you see you see you have a destination and a destiny in life so keep that in mind People can see it in you long before you can see it in yourself sometimes. People can see it in you long before you can see it in yourself. You see? Yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind. People can see it in you. People can see it in you before you can see it in yourself. And you should learn to see it in yourself before others see it. You should learn to see that. So if others cannot see that greatness in you, that's why I said if others cannot tell the difference between a sleek and classy car, meaning the vehicle and the vessel like you, because certain people will try to turn that sleek vehicle, that vessel, that is meant to drive in the best places, be driven by the best driver, they'll turn that into a hoopty. Just like a lot of you women allow yourselves to be turned into damn hoopties, a.k.a. hoochies. You allow yourself to get turned into hoopties slash hoopties because you let any nigga drive the vehicle. You let any nigga drive the vehicle. You let many niggas drive the vehicle. You see, you don't have no discretion. You see? Right? You don't have a no discretion at all. Mm-hmm. No discretion whatsoever. 
So it's the same way, like, everybody ain't going to drive a nice, expensive car. Everybody ain't going to drive a Cadillac, a Lincoln, a Rolls Royce. But everybody could, could drive a damn Bu- a Buick or Sabre. Anybody could drive a goddamn Buick or Sabre. If you see yourself as a Cadillac, Rolls Royce, I'm just giving you a Rolls Royce, a high-grade vehicle. I'm not saying objectify it, but you know where I'm going. Then you don't let anybody just drive it. You let only a high-end person drive that vehicle. You see? You only let a high-end person drive it. Same thing with everything. You see? Same thing with yourself. You have to be the same way when it comes to yourself. You see? You have to be the same way with yourself. You don't let anybody drive the vehicle. Just like you don't let anybody inside your vehicle and you don't let people leave packages in your vehicle. Shout out to you goddamn women. You don't let anybody leave packages in your vehicle. You see, mess up the insides of your vehicle. Right? Because like anything, what y'all women say when y'all got too many men y'all screw around with? What y'all say? I ain't going to be having you put no miles on my vagina. Ain't that what y'all say when y'all be having too many men screwing too many too many men? I ain't getting you put no miles on my on my vagina. You ain't put no miles on me. See, y'all already liking yourself to a vehicle. That's been dri- if y'all been driven too much. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Never let anyone. Never let anyone destroy the vehicle because the vehicle is precious. The vessel is precious. Take care of the vessel. Take care of the vehicle. Right? Try to have one driver, one main driver in your life. Nothing else matters because your vehicle has to be maintained because you are going someplace with that vehicle, that vessel. You're going to a greater place. On the road of your life, you're going to go to, that's for you women, you're going to go to motherhood. You're going to go to business. You're going to go to grand, being grandmothers, all that. So you need your vehicle intact. You don't need your vehicle looking all wrecked and tore up and everything because you let the wrong driver drive. The same thing with you men. On your long path, you're going to become fathers on your road, on your road as you're driving your vessel, your vehicle. You're going to become fathers, grandfathers. You don't want to have your vehicle in places where it don't belong. If you should want to make that destination, all right? All right. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. All right. Because if you allow people to run down your vehicle, if you allow people to run down your vessel, then you're going to be the one that suffers from it. See, because people can always go ahead about their business after they ran through you, drove your car, tore up your car. People keep moving. Because, see, those are the people that don't appreciate greater vessels. Extended vessels, and that's supposed to be how you see yourself in life, as a greater and extended vessel in life, a vehicle that is going somewhere. 
because you were designed to go somewhere. If you were designed with a sleek body, strong body, shapely body, beautiful body, beautiful face, everything, like I said, classic, then it would behoove you to keep all of that intact and don't allow anybody to drive your vehicle off course. Don't allow people to drive your vehicle to nowhere. That's the same analogy as these females out here who have children with a bunch of nobodies for nothing. You're just having children with a bunch of nobodies for nothing, and that's the same equivalent of letting someone drive your vehicle to nowhere. And you men out there who have daughters, especially since I have one now, you're not going to allow no driver to drive your daughter anywhere and destroy her vessel, her vehicle. Because if her vehicle is destroyed, then your vehicle is destroyed as well. Because she, or he meaning a son, is how you're going to be able to re-enter your vehicle, your physical body again. Right? Without any ailments. You see, that's not that I tell you what you, men and women, you got to make sure when you mating with people, if you don't have no physical ailments or ailments or mental illness, make sure that. That's very important. You don't want to pass that on to your children because that can mess up the vehicle that you take on later. Right? You always got to think ahead. Always think in terms of motion and being vehicles of motion. Always think in those terms because there's really nothing else but movement, but motion. There's really nothing else. You see, and we must always be mindful of that. We must always be mindful of that. We have a greater space. We have a greater space in which we are to ascend. You see, and we can't ascend that unless there's a power brought on by a greater transmission. What do you have in your car to start it? A transmission. You have a transmission in your car that starts it. What do you call these broadcasts? What are these broadcasts called every night? Transmissions. And that is for the uh, point of starting the vehicle. Be right back.
You see, people carry this idea in their mind that, you know, um, vehicles and vessels, meaning your body, shouldn't be taken as seriously as the physical vehicle that you might drive. Like I said, it's supposed to correlate in greater ways, correlate in greater ways because, like I said, your body is the greatest vehicle that your mind will ever power in life, your physical body. Notice that if you have your faculties together, you know, they consider it to be a great thing. People take for granted to be able to see, to be able to hear, to be able to touch, to be able to walk, to be able to run, to be able to do all these things that a lot of people in the world can't. You have a lot of vehicles that are not in proper working order. There's no fault of their own, you know, but for, you know, for lack of better, you know, whoever that chose for the parents and things like that. Like I said, you have a lot of physical vehicles, vessels, were not able to run and should have been recalled, right? And some are recalled early. You got some vessels that are recalled. You got certain people, certain vessels that are born onto the earth, right? Certain vessels, certain vehicles that are born onto the earth that have too many defects in them. So what happens? They die off early. A lot of times they're defects because there's a form of being recalled. You know, when a, a, a manufacturer of a vehicle makes too many faulty vehicles and vessels, then those vehicles and vessels have to be recalled. They have to be recalled, right? And it goes right back to the drawing board. Sometimes people come forward in bad and messed up vessels, and, you know, they might have to be recalled early, and they might have to come back in another vessel, because the vessel that they took on might have been the wrong vessel that they took on, might have had a lot of defects in the vessel, a lot of mental defects, a lot of physical defects. So they have to be recalled. So that's why I said be mindful of the vessel that you get inside of and that you leave your gifts in. Right? The gift to produce more vessels is a precious gift. The gift to produce more vessels is a very precious gift. And you have to be mindful of those who you are producing future vessels with. You see, because you pay for it in the long run. Our drive to the fourth dimension, our journey to the fourth dimension requires special vehicles, special vessels. That's why we were designed like moving vehicles. Especially us as bronze people. That's why we run the fastest. We got better rhythm than everybody else. Hell, we are the preferred vehicle, really, of the entire planet. We are the most preferred vehicles. You see, everybody wants to be like us. Everybody wants to have something of the first vehicles that were projected here on Earth, meaning us, the Amin. They want to have our vessels. They want to possess our vessels. These humans want to drive our vessels. Even when these humans try to mix their seed with you bronze women, that's really them wanting to drive your vessel. They want to drive themselves into your vessel and thus produce stronger vessels for themselves. They want to merge with your vessel because they are a weaker vessel. They are a weaker um, vehicle. 
than you. These humans are a weaker vehicle than you. So, therefore, they will always look to drive their vehicle into your vehicle and thus produce better vehicles of themselves. You see, they will always do that. Why? Because, like I said, they recognize themselves as inferior vessels, inferior vehicles. They recognize themselves that way. And because they recognize themselves as inferior vehicles, they will destroy your vehicle just to produce a better one for themselves. Because certain people will destroy your vehicle, meaning your physical body, just to produce better versions of themselves, better vehicles of themselves. That's the equivalent of mixing your seed with these humans. It's an upgrade for them, a downgrade for you. Always remember that. Our vehicle is stealth, strong, starting off, like I said, with the strongest power and the course of precision. So when you are handed a path to drive on, like when you are handed a path to drive on, you're going to drive on a higher path, a greater path, meaning the direction in your life. That's why you were given such a supreme vehicle. If you have, you know, you don't have any sicknesses, no ailments, no illnesses in your life, if you can carry yourself out, you know, with the remainder of your life, producing stronger vehicles, stronger vessels, then you are a supreme vehicle. You are a supreme vessel. You came in a supreme vehicle, a supreme vessel. That means that those, the manufacturers of you, those who produced you, meaning your parents, they wanted to make sure on some level that you were a greater vessel, a stronger vessel, a supreme vessel. They wanted to make sure that on some level. You see, that's why you make sure you get with men who are nice looking, you get with women who are nice looking, you get with people who are intelligent, you get with people for, you know what I'm saying, for high, for, especially for higher reasons. You don't be those people that get with the, get the car because it's a pretty car. Yeah, that's nice, but what else? What else? What are the uh, things that come with this car? What are the things that come with it? Is it a standard car? It's just pretty on the outside. It's a nice-looking car, and it has greater features with it, higher features with it. Is it a smart car, intelligent car? Does it have things in it that other cars don't have? That's the car you want to drive. That's the car you want to have. <laughs> so where you have to go in the world, right? Because same thing with a car, just like a person, you can get to a greater place in life with certain people, and with others you can get stalled out on the side of the road. You can get stalled on the side of the road with lesser people, or you can get to where you need to go. You see, you can get to where you want to go in life because life dictates that you get to where you got to go, that you have a place to go. You have a reference point in which you are heading forward to. But if you do not, then guess what? You're going to be stalled on the side of the road because the people who are the most 
sold the most sort of set up the ones who are set on the side those are the people who are miserable in life those are the people who are miserable in life right you don't ever want to be miserable in this life or any other life you don't ever want to be miserable in this life or any other life and that only comes because of the vehicle that you've chosen to drive, i.e., the partner that you've chosen to spend your life with. All right? Vehicles. Vehicles equals people. All right? And if you drive a bad car, like I said, you can expect bad things to happen. If you drive a good car, a solid car, a dependable car, then you'll get to where you got to go. You will excel to a higher space. You will extend yourself to higher places because of the vehicle that you drive and the vehicle that is for everybody that is only for certain drivers to carry themselves on. So we are moving to a higher dimension with greater physical bodies. Like I said, levitational lift and all these other mental and physical capabilities I talked about come by way of the vehicle and have you kept your vehicle together? Have you kept your vehicle in alignment to something greater? Have you extended your vehicle to a higher space? That's what's going to determine whether or not you ascend into a higher realm because if you were given a strong mind, strong body, with no ailments, no diseases, none of this stuff. If you were given a strong mind, strong body, and strong direction in life to be able to pick up this transmission, to have a strong transmission, and if you throw that away for nothing, then you have attained, you have obtained nothing. You have obtained nothing. Okay? You will obtain nothing. So keep that in mind. I have to say, let me take for a second, I had a beautiful time in Chicago. I had a beautiful time. Conference was a success. You know, beautiful conference. I got to see the most honorable Elijah Muhammad Holmes. I said Holmes. He has a few, quite a few homes in the Chicago area, Hyde Park area, beautiful homes. They're still standing today. And I saw an elder fruit of Islam out there, elder gentleman. You know, he was talking to us about the property and stuff like that. We took pictures. Nobody gave us no problems. Beautiful Sunday morning, the day before, um, yesterday. And um, we took lovely pictures with our people out there. My daughter held in my arms and took pictures right in front of the, mess, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's home. Right? That's a piece of history right there. You see? Because this was the first time I came to Chicago and the first time I got to see the great Mesoamerican leader, the great Mesoamerican messengers, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And I thank Amin for bringing me there to give that transmission because if I didn't have no reason to be there, I probably would have never got there to see that. So hail Amin for that. I just had to say that. So, the vehicle 
that I'm, I'm going to even add into this. The vehicle that drove me to, there was this transmission. And when I said that the greater the transmission, the greater the places you will go to, that's a perfect example of what I said. Because the people who listened to the broadcast, they came out, people from the area, people who travel came out, members of the Republic came out, because that was saying that that greater transmission, this greater transmission of intellect, drove them to come to this place to hear me speak, to hear me teach. And we got to see a piece of history. We got to see the home of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. You see, we got to, you know, come to a place and celebrate ourselves and celebrate this transmission that we are receiving and thus purify our vehicles, our vessels, every time we hear it. It strengthens in us the resolve we have to keep ourselves in a supreme state of mind, to keep our vehicles moving toward the fourth dimension as we've been doing. So somebody asked me tonight, well, damn, you're doing a broadcast tonight. You just got in from, from Chicago. Yeah, I just did. I'm tired. I'm tired as hell. But I had to do it. I had to. I had to give you all something tonight. You see? So, you know, I, I didn't care what time it was. I, you know, I wanted to give you all something tonight because I miss Mesoamerican Radio, which I'm going to do Tuesday night to pick up. Okay? But I'm um, so glad for those of you who came out. I'm so glad a lot of new people, a lot of beautiful faces came out, a lot of uh, people that, you know, Always a pleasure and a joy to see came out. You know, people who just come to me, come, you know, come with me wherever I come. Next stop is going to be, um, I think we're going to be in Miami in January. That'll be the next stop. So, like I said, we had a beautiful time. Look forward to this again. So, in, in closing, the vehicle that is being led to toward the fourth dimension meaning the physical you, those who are Amen, those vehicles that are Amen ascent that are being led toward the fourth dimension, are being led to the fourth dimension for a purpose, for a greater purpose of power. Those vessels are being led to the fourth dimension for a greater purpose of power, for a greater extension of power. And because those vessels have the power, the ultimate power of uh, uh, extension, by way of constant evolution, and evolution denotes what? Greater vehicles, greater vessels that are sitting and waiting for us to get into as we move forward. Now, I said that we have greater vessels, greater vehicles get into as we move forward. As our ascendants keep aligning themselves with Amen as the Amen, and raising our genetic material, our bloodline, our vehicles into the future. So we do have something to continuously drive forward toward, move for, get up for. Unlike a lot of these people that are here on earth today, we have something to look forward to. We have a destination that we are heading toward, a destination that we are driving our vehicles, meaning our physical selves toward an alignment. Keep in mind, we're moving like a goddamn caravan, a caravan of luxury, strong, sturdy, reliable vehicles. 
I'm talking about those of you in the Republican mental, like those who are coming along with us in the Mesoamerican community. It's all that. We are in motion as unified force of vehicles. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Why are our bodies, why were our bodies designed as moving vehicles so that we can move into greater dimensions, upper dimensions? That's why. We have the greatest designs on our bodies, here meaning the so-called bronze race, so-called black race. We have the best designed vehicles, meaning best designed bodies on earth. The best vehicles. That's not by accident. That's not by chance. That's by design. What are they vehicles for? For the fourth dimension. For the upper dimensions. These humans, they're meant to stay on the lesser dimension. That's why they don't have high-grade vehicles like us. That's why they have pale skin, recessive genetics, right? They're always in the doctor's office sick, you see, because they're recessive genetics, all of these humans. They're the weaker vessels, the weaker vehicles on Earth. And you need to start treating them as such and stop stop, stop worshiping them, because that's another reason why you niggas are so weak, because you worship weak vessels, man. These goddamn humans. You want to mix your seed and worship weaker vessels. That's why y'all weak. You don't know strength. You don't know true power. Because if you worship the image of these humans, that just shows you are driving a weak vehicle. Or you desire to be in alignment with a weaker vehicle or weaker vessels. That's making you weak. What are they in motion toward the fourth dimension? The uh, humans are going to constantly go in rotation to the third dimension. All right? Are we all in motion toward the same place? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because everybody ain't going to land in the same place. Go ahead and knock, but yeah, like you niggas always talking about, oh, yeah, see, we could all get, we all going to the same place, so it don't matter if we move together. No, we ain't going to the same place. No, we are not. Your vehicle going elsewhere than mine. Who controls the motion? Armin does. Our ascendants do. And they can stop our motion just like anybody else's motion here on Earth at any time. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen. By the power of Amen. And Amen we trust. And Amen we think. And Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Mentares, Ben Intellect Radio. I'll see you guys tomorrow night at 10, our usual time. I apologize for missing Mesoamerican Radio. Again, I had a beautiful time in Chicago. I thank you all for coming out. Love seeing you all, your beautiful faces there. So I'm dedicating this song for Aries for you because I love you all. Good night.